0: give you a show like you have never ever seen before. Why? Because I can.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 89 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Steve Fountas and with me is... Eric Sanchez. How's it going, Eric? It's going good. Eric just got me a present. He brought me a Shawn michaels hat but not just like a baseball hat or something we're talking hbk what's the trademark on this bad boy uh, it doesn't say i'm gonna guess 95 it's the zebra striped fake leather hat you know little schoolboy oh, yeah, hat it's like the biker hat yeah anyway wwf logo on the back this Things in minty shape Big fan of it. So thank you for the presentation <laughs> of this HBK hat. I'll take a picture of it and tweet it out. I
2: remember over. I mentioned it to you. You're like, nah, like he wants it. I, I just don't have any room for it. You got room for it. Do I? You know, of I course should, you do. I need a mannequin
1: head and I'll put the Ray Mysterio mask on that and the HBK yeah. hat over it. Oh, okay. I like it. Yeah.
2: No. it would be like uh, Willie Nelson at Wrestlemania all gear, all, yeah, uh, gimmicked all gimmicked up, up. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you guys for following us on Twitter we're at PPW Podcast we can follow us there for all show information future show topics discussions all that fun stuff uh, Positively processing Podcast on SoundCloud iTunes Stitcher wherever we get your podcast from please subscribe if you're an iTunes subscriber leave a review there it'll help people find us better and share us with a friend if you would appreciate that, even if it's just a Twitter share, because we're almost at 3,000 followers. Let's get to there and keep pushing. We'll yeah, lots and lots of fun, you know? Also, uh, a couple fun shout outs. So, today is the Toys That Made Us debut. Did you watch it yet? No. Okay. So, the new season of Toys That Made Us, and obviously, wrestling toys are in it. I watched it this mm-hmm. morning. Our friends from the Fully Posable podcast are in it multiple times, talking cool. about Galoobs, talking about San Francisco Toymaker Company. It was very, very cool to see my friends, basically, on on TV. It was very, very cool. Also, Chad from the Horror Movie Barbecue at the end of the show, they had credits of people's collections. His was shown, so good for him. Yes, so check that out. Also, this Sunday, they are dropping their 200th episode, so make sure you're following them at Fully Posable to hear all of that. I'm going to their neck of the woods next week for work, so maybe there'll be some crossover action. We'll see. Like... I don't know. Stay tuned, everybody. PPW Podcast, fully plausible podcast. Find us. <laughs> also, last week, uh, Chad, or a week and a half ago, from Chad 86 he picked up his Ninja Turtles toy hockey game from me. Yeah. And we had dinner and some beers. Super, super awesome to meet him. He also gave me a couple presents. He gave me an autographed Tony Atlas photo where he's slamming Hulk Hogan. Cool. And the Build-A-Set HBK... Uh, What was his name of his show? Why is that why am I blanking on it? Michael's talk show. The uh, Heartbreak Hotel. The Heartbreak Hotel. I don't want to blank on it. Yes, the little couch. He gave me that. So I've got some cool toys. That's nice. You
2: didn't have to get all the figures to to make that set. I
1: think he just wanted the toys, didn't need the set. So he's like, I have no use for it. Because he's asked me if I want it. I was like, "Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I always want the set, not the toys. Yeah, and he gave (laughs) it very, very cool. So I'm pretty pumped about that. And that's our fun shouts for the week. We'll always have more, but just want to start off with with those exclusive shout outs the start of the show what's up what are you pointing to in my room here kind of oh nothing your, like nodding your head up like you got something to no see. i'm
2: stretching my back
1: uh eric and i unfortunately did not go to that toy show we talked about because i got tickets to the bears game in a suite for work so i went to that and eric was probably too hungover to go anyway
2: yeah and i asked you where are our seats <laughs> and you never replied <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going to the bears game next week
2: okay mm-hmm. i'll wait
1: yes you are for real though all right cool be a lot of fun. We'll go. To Who there. are they playing? The Giants.
2: Oh, okay. That'll be a good game.
1: Well, the Giants suck, so maybe <laughs> the Bears will win.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's new with you? Anything? Nothing. Just still working on the bathroom remodeling. watch some AEW. Been yep. watching WOW. Mm-hmm. So I see? haven't really been watching a whole lot of uh, WWE. Did you watch Full Gear? <clears throat> no. Okay. You're not no, I just that. caught the highlights on Dynamite. Okay.
1: Cool. That hardcore match was something with Omega and Moxley. You know. Did you order it? I. So I watched it after it was over. Um, it was something where one of my friends gave me like his login to watch it after oh, okay. because my wife and I were downtown. So I was going to hit
2: you up for your login. For
1: our anniversary. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, our, For our anniversary. So it was pretty cool. We were downtown in Chicago, celebrated. I wasn't going to be like, I'm going to watch AEW, full gear B pay-per-view. But, <laughs>
2: you didn't have it on your phone? Like, yeah, right. In one no. little earbud?
1: Yeah, looking down at it. No, I did not do that. Uh, it was it was a good show. So the, everything I would say – The last two matches were very good. The rest of the show I thought was pretty just average, if not below average, but it's going to happen. Not every pay-per-view is a home run. Like these today we're going to talk
2: about. Did you watch Dynamite? Yeah. I was so excited when Luchasaurus came out. Were you? Yeah. Did you pop? I like that guy. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Mm
1: -hmm. That's it. I like him. What about Jericho and MJF's promo? It was fine. I
2: liked it. It was fine.
1: Uh, I did like Moxley's promo a lot, and I'm really looking forward to Darby Allen versus Moxley next week yeah. on AEW. Darby Allen, I'm a big fan of. I hope they kind of push him and see where he can go.
2: Yeah. So what I've noticed is like Sean Spears or um, Ty Dillinger. I thought he was like the average size. He wasn't the big guy in WWE. He was just, like a smaller, uh-huh. average size 205 type guy. But then when I see him here, he's bigger than a lot of the talent there. I'm like, man. I'm like. He is like a WWE guy because the other ones are like, you know, a buck sixty-five, yeah. one seventy. Marco Stunt's probably eighty-five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> just like around all of these people, I'm like, man, like, and then just thinking like the X WWE guys are bringing all their experience and their lessons and stuff like that, and, and applying it, and you know, probably coaching up the other guys. too. Yeah. so that's cool.
1: It's it's fun, and I've been watching NXT too, and I'm looking forward to War Games, <clears> and it'll be a lot of fun. Wrestling is very good right now. It's lots of fun stuff to watch for everybody. This week's show, we've taken a look back at Survivor Series 91, a.k.a. the pre-show for this Tuesday in Texas. These shows were suggested by Twitter, kind of. So I posted, like, which one should we do? And it was split, and I'm like, let's just do both.
2: Yeah, why not? They go together. They're they're the same show.
1: They could just be one mega pay-per-view almost. Yeah. With matches and everything. Okay, do you remember, were you watching at the time in 91?
2: I I think I ordered Survivor Series.
1: Okay, because it was Thanksgiving Eve, so you would have had school off the next day. So you would have been okay with yeah, it, Yeah, I think,
2: I think I ordered it, because I remember watching it, and then everybody else was doing something else in the kitchen. Like, nobody was watching it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were kind of doing their but own you're thing. But you are just like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was fun.
1: I, uh, th- I've talked about this a million times. I think I because
2: watched. I was such a bit, I was so, I don't know, I was like, enamored with The Undertaker. Okay. And then it's like Hogan, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for him to be, <laughs> I can't wait for him to beat Hogan. Because <laughs> if it, anybody's going to do it, it's going to be this, you know, this. Did you this legitimately expect
1: guy. Undertaker to win back in then? Or did you just like, Hogan beats him because he's Hogan? No, it
2: was almost like a hope. Okay. Because I, up until then, Undertaker was just like, he wouldn't sell anything. And I'm like, well, how is he going to?
1: Well, as we found out later on Tuesday, that all you need to do is throw ashes at his eye and you can roll him up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hogan, such a, such a bad guy.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I've talked about this a million times before. Where this was the first pay per view I got to watch. My dad took me because it was the night before Thanksgiving, so I mm-hmm. did have a school off. He was just drinking beer with his buddies. I was watching this. Very very good night to watch this show here. And I did not order Tuesday in Texas. I, even I didn't re- either. I don't even remember like that even coming into my mind that I'd be able to watch it. I had school the next week, so there's no way I'm watching it. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't remember it at all.
2: Yeah, when I, I just I, remember when I was superstars a kid, I didn't feel like it was a like a pay per view thing to get. Well, no, like no. I always felt like it was just something that I couldn't get. Like no, it wasn't available to me. Like yeah. I would just have to wait for the the replay. Well,
1: throughout Survivor Series '91, Gorilla reminds you just call the cable provider you're currently using yeah. to get Tuesday in Texas. Now, I think I remember reading or hearing about that some cable companies offered like a combo, mm-hmm. but. You had to, you had to buy both. You couldn't just buy Survivor Series. I know Tuesday in Texas was a cheaper buy. Like buy I buy for hope people so. because it was only two hours. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of dark matches for the live crowd, though. But yeah, the, also the first time I saw Tuesday in Texas was Super Tape ninety two. That was the big advertisement for it, saying includes all matches from this Tuesday in Texas. So that was okay. a big selling point for me to get that as a kid at the video store. I'm like, oh, this is amazing! I can see all these matches. All right. Yeah, Survivor Series ninety one. This is. Maybe the peak, not the peak of my fandom, but like the the incline, like where we're rolling for my fandom. Yeah, a lot, a lot of
2: my... guys that just made my childhood like wrestling.
1: Yeah, but everything about this, like all these guys, you know, because I became a weekly everyday watcher pretty much right around the time of WrestleMania 7. Okay. Maybe after Rumble 91 into WrestleMania 7. I was watching before... But I could never figure out exactly when stuff was on. I finally figured out the schedule, was watching everything, <laughs> yeah. was into my guys, was renting the tapes, all that stuff.
2: Did you have a TV guide like from the newspaper? Or
1: probably. Or I from probably had the store? actual TV guide. I don't know. It was Saturday mornings. You just figured it out. Yeah. But then sometimes it was on Sunday. You're like, but this is a different show.
2: It's like and superstars. Then, and, then, and, then, uh, and occasionally,
1: uh, primetime you'd run into. Wrestle Challenge. Yeah. All American, superstars. Oh, yeah. It was just all over the place, you know? But this was a show I really, really wanted to see. I got to see. I remember liking The Undertaker a lot because my uncle thought he was cool Mm -hmm. and my uncle I thought was cool. So he's like, he likes him. I like him too. But I wasn't going to turn my back on Hogan.
2: Yeah. See, that's where we differed.
1: The other big,
2: I guess, angle
1: going into Survivor Series 91, of course, was Jake the Snake and the Macho Man. A couple things. Do you remember the campaign to get Macho reinstated? Kind of. Okay, where you call the hotline, yes or no, should he be like, what a scam, who's calling I, mean, yeah, I wasn't
2: part of it, but, but well, I remember it. Old
1: Superstars episodes, like Macho Man wore the shirt that said, Reinstate Macho Man, uh-huh. and it was just a big deal. I remember that a lot, and I remember thinking, is Macho Man going to get reinstated? Is it going to happen? Yeah. Do you remember the time, do you remember Jake Snake biting him? Do you have a memory of that, or is that like a post that you remember?
2: No, I remember, wa- it was probably a replay, Yeah, but I remember it wa- a lot watching well, it. And then growing up, it was like, it wasn't really a thing people would like talk about. But over the years, as I guess our generation gets older, it's like one of the things that stands out. So now it's like more popular now to talk about.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember when I watched it live on Superstars, it was censored. There was a big X over the screen saying censored. And as a kid, I'm like wondering what the hell is happening. Like, I remember talking at school. My friend's like, oh, he got bit in the face and he's going to, he almost lost his eye. And like, (laughs) you know, the rumors you spread. Right. And it was crazy. The imagination of children. Yeah. But then, you know, they were also advertising, we're going to show you exactly what happened. And they show it at the start of Survivor Series 91. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that my dad was probably like, what the hell is my kid watching? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that was, that's got to be the most like sadistic Jake you I've ever so? seen. You'd think so.
1: You'd think so. But then we get to Tuesday in Texas and oh, it gets God, way yeah. worse.
2: Yeah.
1: We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. I turned this pay-per-view on the other day in like our living room upstairs and Penny was watching with me. She like, she's like, is that Jake the snake? And she's seen good guy, Jake the snake. Yeah, so right. she likes his snake. He likes his bag. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't What's he doing? I'm like, he's biting his arm. I don't like this. I don't like this. She got legitimately scared, turned away, <laughs> maybe turn it off. So they were, and there's kids in the crowd crying, that poor kid. Yeah. Oh man. And macho man, Jake's trying to pull the snake off of him. The snake's just <laughs> gnawing at him. And then Jack Tunney, at the start of the show, calls it a tragedy. The mm-hmm. tragedy. He wasn't dead. He just got bit. Uh, think about it. 91 WWF is kind of insane. You know, they've got this dark undertaker. You've got... They also show the funeral parlor where the undertaker rips the crucifix off Hogan. <laughs> and he's like... It's like... He like looks at it like he's got stigmata. He's like... Ugh, drops I started, it. I
2: started burning his hand. He's like, oh, no.
1: Yeah. It's just crazy, you know? I, I don't know. This, this just blew my mind as a
2: kid yeah the funeral part of it was fun to watch because it was just like i don't know hogan <laughs> undertaker comes creeping up behind hogan attacks him all that kind of stuff savage and piper like did you old like the, hogan enemies like come to save his ass did you like
1: the uh, uh the special casket with just the hogan bumper stickers all over it <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't notice that yeah there's just a casket with a bunch of hogan bumper stickers all over He's it. like this is your special casket yeah it wasn't exactly the special casket so the show gets started, and, of course, the first match is a great matchup. It is the Mountie, Ric Flair, Teddy DiBiase, and the Warlord versus, versus uh, who is it, Mr. Oh, wait, no, wait, the Warlord.
2: Hold yeah, on. Brett, Virgil, Roddy, and Bulldog.
1: Right, but why does it say Mr. Perfect? This Wikipedia thing is wrong. It says the Mountie, Teddy DiBiase, and the Warlord with... Harvey Whipple and Jimmy Hart, Mr. Perfect, and Sensational... Oh, Sensational... That's right. Mr. Perfect was with Ric Flair. I, I was th- I was reading it as he was wrestling. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that's right. And they took on Bret Hart, the British Bulldog,
2: Ruddy Paper, and Virgil. This is a hell of a match. Yeah. The, uh, re-watching this, I'm like, oh, yeah, here we <laughs> go. So I'm going to strap in. I'm going to get some popcorn. It was a good match. It was, it was pretty it good. It was pretty crazy. The I ending loved, was garbage, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's what it is. <laughs> yeah. You've
1: got the distorted belt, which is just a tag belt, an old like, yeah. replica tag belt almost. And I remember when I was a kid, like trying to see it, like, but it's so easy to see on this. You're yeah. just an adult, like, they did a terrible job with it. Uh, there's <laughs> I, also. Oh, s- that was
2: one thing I was going to mention on the funeral parlor. Yeah, Rick Flair, like and they were daking. blurring it out. But it looks like <laughs> I it's thought pixel- they were like blurring out his dick. <laughs> looks
1: like it's pixelated, like he's naked. Much different, much different technology. Yeah. And then there was a sign in the crowd where someone like cut out pictures from WWF magazine to make the team. I used <laughs> yeah. to do that. I would like cut out pictures, put it on construction yeah, how paper. How else are you going to do it? No, but I would just do it. From, I wouldn't go to events with it. I would just have like my, like in my room, like my signs. Oh, Okay. Your cool
2: posters. Yeah. I'd cut magazine pictures out. Did you make like your own, uh, your own survivor series teams?
1: I did not. Uh, oh. I just, my favorite wrestlers. It was fun. All right. It was fun. Don't look at Forrest. She's
0: she's my hi. buddy over yeah, here. Yeah, well, her tail's <laughs> wagging against the the box over
1: there, causing some things. So hold on, Forrest,
2: go. Lay down.
1: She will. She just wants to say hi to everybody. But yes, this is a great match. Twenty minute match ends up being a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of it. And I like the, the endings. Garbage again, where everyone gets disqualified except for Ric Flair. Like why?
2: Yeah. Well, he was on the outside and everybody was... Well, he was the legal man. He's mm-hmm. on the outside. Everybody's inside, beating the hell out of each other, not listening to the ref. The ref's like, to hell with this. <laughs> you guys are all disqualified. Oh, the guy outside, he's cool. Yeah, right. Oh, and he's the last one. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: And uh, after this match, we've got an interview on the stage with Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. And before I, we talk about the interview, I don't know if you have any notes on it. And I think people have I've heard over the years like, oh, they should bring back the interview stage and all that. And I think they've done it a few times. But people don't want that back. They want Mean Gene back doing it is what I think. I don't think like Michael Cole or Renee Young being up there is the same pizzazz as old Mean Gene Okerlund saying, I got to tell you, pal. I got to tell you, pal. Is it Macho Man first for the interview? Yeah, Macho Man Mean Gene. Macho Man comes out first. And it's just this gave me like the feels of remembering all that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, the Macho Man interview. I was a big fan of this. Okay, now the second
2: match. You forgot the Tunney stipulation, oh, no right, reptiles right, allowed. I'm right, right. I'm sorry,
1: sorry, I didn't have notes there. Yes. You, can, you jump in whenever you want. You <laughs> might not know what I do. So, yes, there's When a, you were moving
2: on, I jumped in. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait.
1: Well, during the interview, you know, the stipulation is no reptiles allowed at ringside. So, Jake yeah. could have brought a pit bull maybe if he wanted. He could have. Or something.
2: But I think maybe Tunney was just covering his ass with the uh, with the reptiles. Well, also, the beginning- Can't bring the, an alligator. At the beginning can't of the can't bring show, a frog. And he's like, this-
1: this snake has been devenomized
2: by the lab. <laughs> like he's clearly reading. He can't do it. And yeah. Every time I see Tunny, Jack Tunny, I remember, it reminds me of my, fr- uh, my friend Dan's dad. Yeah. Because we always talked about how his dad looked like Jack Tunny. Oh, he man. really did. And his dad would always like wear like nice clothes because yeah. he was like a mortgage broker or something. And he just always looked like Jack Tunny in a suit. <laughs> looked like a guy you could set your watch to, a real professional. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The next match here, when it comes up, they've got you know, they, and this whole pay per view for the graphics, it's like all four guys on the screen, like basically headshots, all or shots. Bobby Heenan goes. Mm-hmm. This team looks like some people on death row. When <laughs> this, of course, is Jim Duggan, Sergeant Slaughter, the Texas Tornado, and Tito Santana versus the Berserker, Colonel Mustafa, Hercules, and Skinner.
2: Yeah, I, when this, this is first great, started, I was I wasn't that into it. No. I'm not into Mustafa. I'm not into Sheik as Mustafa. Berserker's okay. Hercules is whatever. Tito with this El Matador gimmick. I wasn't really into Tito anymore, but then Hacksaw, I don't know. He made it for me.
1: Yeah. Hacksaw was your, and what about his intro was
2: amazing. What what about smiling, uh, smiling slaughter? Oh yeah. What was it? Smiling slaughter. (laughs) What was it?
1: Smiling slaughter. (laughs) Ah, oh, good stuff.
2: Next up, after this match, was but, that what you were talking about? Smiling Sloth.
1: Yeah, because during the match, he's smiling the whole
2: time. Well, he's got he, <laughs> he, he just shit on America a year ago. But he's happy now. He's he got his country. Happy. He got his country back. Yeah, he's got to be happy. Uh, the
1: good guys win. The, all four of them win. All four survive in a 14 minute match.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then here we go. Third match of the night. The Undertaker.
2: Not yet. You got oh, Jake oh, the Snake. Oh, that's right. That's right. Jake the Snake's promos in this time period was just amazing. So what notes do you have about this one? Nothing. Just <laughs> Jake reflects on the bite incident. They're just short notes. My favorite is is the after the match. What happened Tuesday in Texas, that promo.
1: Oh, the Jake after the one? Yes, we will definitely get to yeah. that one because that one's intense. So we've got the main, this, I would, thought would have been the main event. Mm-hmm. Should know. have been. Well, no, because Undertaker, you don't want to send the crowd home upset.
2: Why not? I, I don't know. Either way, did you hear the pop when he won? <laughs> all right, so, did you hear the pop
1: when Hogan came out for this match, Undertaker versus
2: Hulk Hogan Yeah, but then for the it was title? all over. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Undertaker wins the new." Maybe tale. you thought
1: that. I didn't think that. Oh, okay. Uh, did you? Okay, so you're watching this live, mm-hmm. and you're you know you're a little, maybe your jammies
2: got sure some, got my belly full, tum- belly full of tummy or belly full of my belly full of turkey. No, this is Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, yeah. Some Fritos, maybe? No, it was uh, Doritos. Doritos, okay. Doritos and Coca-Cola. So when, after Undertaker,
1: after Undertaker wins, do you remember how what your reaction was? You were you like, oh my God,
2: I'm so happy? I was kind of shocked. I mean, I was excited. I was shocked. I couldn't believe Hogan lost. And I couldn't believe Hogan just like, I, I couldn't believe it.
1: I just remember when, because for those who haven't seen this pay per view, and if you haven't, go back and watch mm-hmm. it. It's just for the pure nostalgia of it. Undertaker tombstones, Hulk Hogan onto a chair provided by Ric Flair. However, he's about a good eight nine inches from the chair. His head hitting the chair on the tombstone, but he sells it like he's paralyzed post match. Sure, and but I he remember was like, laying there
2: for ten minutes, like right, he's like okay, seizing. Oh
1: brother, oh brother, oh, my, my oh brother, brain Brother. brother.
2: He's, when he walks out, he's got to hold the hold the uh, the ring apron as he's walking. To kind yeah, of hold like himself
1: equilibrium's all torn off or something. Yeah. And then they make a mention that there was some Detroit Lions player that got paralyzed that Hogan visited in the hospital. It's like, come on, we're really making a reference to something that really happened to this fake carny crap? Come on, take it easy, <laughs> WWF.
2: <laughs> but you believed it. I did. and So then, did I.
1: And... My dad and I remember after when this match happened, and we were talking. He's like, "I don't know, doesn't seem right." And my friends told me the next day, they're like, "Oh, we, we, did you cry?" We, I'm like, "No, I didn't
2: cry." They showed kids crying. They did. I didn't. Yeah. Um, a I, little one kid who was like hiding his face in his arms—they kept I, showing him. Yeah,
1: I was just shocked. Like, I wonder you. where he's at today. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I was just shocked, just like you. I was shocked. Yeah. And you know that, and Heenan, and Hulkamania is dead
2: like, oh, man, Hogan never loses, especially to the bad guy. Yeah. It's just good for them to pull in the trick. for what I was shocked about? Ric Flair comes out, minding his own business, just wants to watch the match. Hogan sees <laughs> him. Creeps up behind him, sucker punches yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you do that? So this is Hogan's fault that he lost the title. Oh, yeah. It's, defi- it's definitely Hogan's fault.
1: Okay. I, I feel you. I feel you. And then
2: Flair's like, you son of a... And he gets a cherry. He's like, we'll fix you. And <laughs> He did. He did. And he definitely... An odd, odd alliance when you think
1: about it. Rick Flair and Undertaker. How'd they... Did Rick the enemies go- of my enemy? Did he go through Paul Bear to get to the Undertaker? Is <laughs> that how we talked? I guess so. I like when they're
2: helping him out after... Did, just quickly yeah did undertaker's knees drop on that chair probably oh my god i can't imagine that <laughs> i can't imagine a lot of stuff they do but just just to drop my knees on a chair <laughs> maybe he
1: had knee pads on under those slacks i hope he was so wearing. i hope so uh and also when they're helping hogan pat patterson's out there in a green master's jacket so he's yeah he's checking on making sure he's okay <laughs> post-match we got a roddy piper promo he's talking about the, this must have been the intermission of the pay-per-view yeah and he's like oh you you adams family reject Makes a bunch of Adams Family references with Mean Gene backstage, and I don't know why Piper's so upset. I don't either. He was kind of feuding with Flair. He was doing the house show circuit with him. He actually does the dark match with Flair at Tuesday in Texas, too. But yeah,
2: I don't know why he was so upset. He hated Hogan. What does he care? I don't know. I was kind of with Piper and not with Piper. Like, I was kind of, I don't know. I liked him, like, later on. I love Piper 92 Rumble when he won the IC title. Yeah. You got to love him there, right? Yeah. With a shockproof beat in the Mountie? He was just, I don't know. He was too much. <laughs> really? <laughs> for, for, for a 10-year-old Eric. A little too much for you? Yeah.
1: And then we've got a Ric Flair promo. He's with Mr. Perfect. And Mr. Perfect's got the best 90s jumpsuit you can imagine. It's Windbreaker. Neon. Standard 90s stuff. And then we've got another match here, which is just terrible. It's this I barely watched this match. It was the Nasty Boys... You and, didn't like this match? No. And the Beverly Brothers versus I, I the Bushwhackers was, and the
2: Rockers. I liked it because I knew it was going to be setting up for the break, uh, rocker split, but I it, forgot how they did it. Yeah. So I was kind of waiting for that. And then I was getting closer. I'm like, oh, yeah, Marty accidentally hits uh, Sean, mm-hmm. one of the nasty boys.
1: Yeah. But it, anyway, the bad guys win this match. It's just bad. Bad match. And then the main event is... The Big Boss Man and LOD versus IRS and the Natural Disasters. IRS and the Natural Disasters were supposed to have Jake the Snake on their team. And LOD and the Bossman were supposed to have Sid, but he was hurt. And the weeks week or so bring up this, WWF was teasing you, basically saying Macho Man's going to be the partner. Okay. But then they pulled it. They just, like, we already have your money. It ain't happening. <laughs> Both guys aren't wrestling in this match. Screw you.
2: Now give us your money again for Tuesday.
1: Uh-huh. Like... Shady dealings from the WWF from Vince McMahon, yeah.
2: but. I thought it was a still a good match. I love it, the boss, man. I love LOD. You know what I was surprised about is how
1: into, the, into it the crowd still was. They're like, yeah. you know, we're here. Hogan lost. Let's go. LOD. <laughs> this also has the hints of the uh, Natural Disaster's babyface turn as uh-huh. well.
2: So they leave IRS to himself. Yeah. I, I think that crowd was just as into LOD as they were Hogan. Really? I think so. Maybe. I mean, maybe, like you said, some of
1: this crowd was pumped that Hogan lost. Yeah. So maybe they were just like, you know what? We're done with Hulkster. Let's do it. Let's move on to Hawk and Animal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the pay-per-view. Then they go post. You after think, the.
2: Wh- you think it's the end of the pay-per-view. Right. That's what they They're get like, to. Hold, hold on. Let's go to the back. We got Mean Gene in the catacombs of the Joe Lewis Arena. <laughs> right. And basically
1: a fog machine. He's yeah. interviewing The Undertaker, which we didn't have to watch, I found out, because they show the same damn thing at Tuesday in Texas. It's yeah. the first thing. Basically just saying Hulkamania is in here, Gene. Look. And he opens up a casket and Gene's like, oh, God. Like, what was in there? Like, some more bumper the It's Hulkamania.
2: The, the, the green putrid glow of Hulkamania. D- decaying. <laughs> <laughs> Rotting. So, this pay-per-view
1: happens on Wednesday. Less than a week later, guess what, fans? You want to see what's going to happen? you got to
2: pay up. Yeah. But I wonder why they went with green. Why not yellow or red? I don't know. It's probably cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm just assuming who knows
1: right yeah okay so this Tuesday in Texas happens again I have no real m- recollection of this show other than the results on superstars the first time I saw it was the super tape paper or super tape Holoceneum home video this was not a success for WWF for comparison uh Survivor Series got like a 2.2 buy rate mm-hmm. and Tuesday in Texas got a 1.0 so basically lost more than half of their audience does that I'm not buying two pay-per-views was not a success. And they never really did these Tuesday night pay-per-views again until taboo Tuesday and cyber Tuesday or no, yeah. cyber Sunday, but taboo Tuesday. But I don't know. But after watching this show, this was a much better pay-per-view than survivor series.
2: Yeah. I must've been watching this at some point because I was watching, I went into my WWE network and it said resume. Mm-hmm. And I was like at the end of the Bret Hart Skinner match. So you don't remember ever watching this? Even as a kid? I don't think so. Okay. I think I was re- like trying to watch it the first time, and then, I don't know, Brett and Skinner just like, eh. Maybe yeah, I got tied so, up with something. So, yeah.
1: So, the the show starts off where Survivor Series left off, and then we, again, which was the Undertaker promo backstage with Gene and and Paul Bear, and our first match is Brett Hart versus Skinner for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Like you, I was just like, eh. But I watched it, and it was a good match. Brett carried Mr. Skinner, the, the alligator man, to a good match. He did. You know, was not too long? What was it here? What was the timing on this match? I think it was like 12 or 13 minutes.
2: That's too long.
1: <laughs> it's too long for Skinner. <laughs> I thought it was a good match. It was... Wait,
2: I mean, give me Savage and uh, 13 minutes. Roberts.
1: So I mentioned all the dark matches on this. There was eight dark matches. Oh, Both wow. before and after the show. The Harris brothers defeated Brian Castulu and Brian Donahue. Don't know who they are. Sir Charles defeated Dave Wolfe. Chris Walker defeated Brian Lee. Chris Chavez defeated J.W. Storm. These must be all local guys. Chris Greg,
2: Chavez, I think that's Tataka.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right, it is. Uh, Greg Hammer valentine defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. The Nasty Boys beat the Bushwhackers. LOD beat the Beverly Brothers for the Tag Team Championships. And Ric Flair defeated Roddy Piper in a singles competition match.
2: Are any of these on video or...
1: Anything? Uh, I'm sh- some of them are probably on Coliseum videos okay. over the years. I can probably look them up some. That sounds
2: better than this Tuesday in Texas.
1: <laughs> Come on. This is a good show. Okay. So. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like this show a lot, to be honest. Okay. So the Skinner-Bret Hart match, really good match. Brett gets the move with the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. And after this, we get the first incredible Jake the Snake promo backstage with Gene Okerlund. Or is it Gene or is it? No, no. It's Sean Mooney. Yeah, Mooney. And... He's just talking about how he's like, I feed off Elizabeth's screams and shrieks and just like, oh my God, what is wrong with this guy? So right. creepy. Mm-hmm. He's all wet because, you know, reptiles got to be wet. <laughs> it's just incredible. What do you know on this promo? And what did you think of it? I just, just loved it.
2: I just, I thought it was a good buildup. I, I
1: wish Jake as this heel had more time in WWF. Because I do too. He left right after WrestleMania eight, but I feel he could have feuded with Hogan or anybody, you know, for the title. This was just peak Jake the Snake
2: Roberts. And then we get that stupid coal miners match with... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, later on... Coal miners glove. He puts the coal miners glove on later, it seems like, in the the match. (laughs) Yeah. And then
1: we've got the Macho Man interview, and he's all all over the place. I don't know what the hell he was saying. He's in his... He's in, like, this neon green outfit with just, like, give me all the party supplies <laughs> and, like, throws it all for himself. <laughs> yeah. And then, you don't even notice in the interview, but later you see this giant feather. It's about a two-and-a-half, three-foot feather sticking out of his hat. Uh, That's I do, Mach. I do like the start of this match. Jake walks out to the, trust me, trust me, trust me. Normally there would be a start of the match, but no, Matchman Man comes up from behind him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As during during his entrance, beats the crap out of Jake. Match starts off hot. It's only a six-minute match all over the place, and Macho Man hits the flying elbow for the win. Crazy damn pop in this arena, you know? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Post-match, Macho Man goes out for the ring bell. He's going to beat up Jake with it. The damn referee takes it away from Macho Man.
0: And then Macho that Man gets
1: DDT'd on the bell, so
2: he's out. On the bell, huh? Yeah. I he, missed that part. He's Well, that's why he was out so long. Yeah.
1: It doesn't
2: get ddt about four or five yeah.
1: times. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I, I have my notes on here. I'm like, okay, Macho Man wins, DDT, and
2: now it gets uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. I wrote uh, some compelling television after the match. <laughs> oh, like, this was way better than the match. It was. So, post match, Liz
1: comes running down in the, a, just a fancy ass gold sparkly dress. Mm-hmm. And Jake's on top of uh, Macho Man, threatening to whoop his ass more. He's going to get the snake out more and she's just Liz is just begging stop please stop please and Jake's
2: like, beg, I want to hear you beg. I'm like, oh my God. And then Hebner in the background is like, she's
1: begging, Jake, she's
2: begging. But that thing that, <laughs> that
1: thing that made it real is she was like, come on, Jake, don't do it anymore, Jake. She's calling him by his name. And you're like, yeah. oh, is give me the willies. And Jake's just selling the whole time. And he's macho slapping man. Macho
2: Man, you're nothing, you're nothing.
1: Oh, you're... And then he puts the glove on, he's going to get the snake out. And Grilla
2: and Bobby are pretty much silent. They're like. Yeah, he's like, I didn't have it at ringside. It's under the ring. I'm like, yeah. that is a difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then. You know, it's just screaming and screaming. And and then Jake picks up Liz by her hair. Yeah. And Bobby's like, he's got a ddt He curls
2: it up with his fist.
1: He's got a ddt her. And I'm thinking when I was watching this, I'm like, did he ddt her? I'm like, but what he does is much worse. He slaps <laughs> her across the face. Yeah. She's selling it. I'm like, oh, this was so uncomfortable. And he's going to get the snake. But finally, Jack 20 finally comes on. Down. I was like, all right, Jake. this
0: is enough. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm thinking? Where the hell was Hulk Hogan? Where yeah. the hell was Hogan specifically? Where was Piper? You know, Macho Man and Piper come out to save Hogan after right. you know, Undertaker's going after him.
2: Hogan's like, piss on you.
1: Hogan's like in the back like, sorry, dude. Got a big match up here. <laughs> I don't want to get rolled up out there. He's just all he's pacing back and forth like, where the hell's the Hulkster? Yeah. He should be he's the ultimate hero. Where's anybody trying to help this guy out? Did Macho Man piss off the entire locker room? <laughs> it's like, we do not helping him. We don't like the Macho Man. Good luck. Yeah, that went on forever. It did. Like, it gets... If you haven't seen this pay per view, just watch it for this post match segment. It's yeah. so like eerie and uncomfortable. It is. Oh man. And then uh, Jake the Snake. I think
2: everybody played their part well, like Hebner, Liz, him. The
1: only one that guy had sucked was Tunny. He's like, yeah. All right,
2: that's enough. Let's go. Yeah. Go back to Canada.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got a Jake interview in the back. Such a just sicko talking about how like much he loved what happened. You're like, Oh yeah. Ugh. Get the
2: chills just thinking about that. He wrote uh, saying, saying what he did to her, he should have had to pay to yeah. do that.
0: Congratulate me, Gina! After Congratua- taking a look at that, you are a bona fide sicko, Jake Roberts. Am, Hitting a uh, woman, uh, how could you? I'm a woman, no man wants a woman that's gonna lay down and grovel and beg for somebody's life. If it's a woman that I want, I want her to stand up. Stand up and be that. Be what I want as far as slapping her. Yeah, I slapped her, but I'll slap myself. I'll slap you, Gene but I'll tell you something, Randy Savage. DDT and you was fine. That really felt good. But the best feeling I've ever had in my life ...is when I grabbed a holy woman's hair, man, and jerked her up off her knees. Huh? That was good. And then when I put my hand across her face, my man, it felt so good I should have to pay for that. Yeah, I would pay to do that. So the next time you think about crossing this snake's path... ...and a snake chooses its own path where nobody else wants to go... ...you think about it again. But if you do decide to, please do me one little favor... I'm begging you, please bring her back. Let me touch her again. I'll get out. Uh, please, Robert. I can cultivate her into something that even I could oh, want. Please, huh? I could do that. Trust me. Trust me. Please. <laughs> I refuse to. D- Guerrilla monsoon. Let's get back. Get, on, get you, out of here. Get the hell out of here. I don't want to talk. What a sick. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like that's his kink. Like he he loves like torturing mm-hmm. women, especially Liz.
1: Well, did you ever hear in uh, Jake's? Uh, in the docu- and then I'm thinking
2: maybe that's like his his deep rooted dark side from his childhood.
1: Could be. But did you ever see the Jake the Snake uh, documentary the DDP did, The Resurrection of Jake yeah. the Snake? Yeah. So Jake was talking about like, you know, how he, he was unfaithful to his wife. He was like, you're on the road and you do. First one girl, then it's two, then it's three, then it's three with toys, then it's this, then it's that. And he's like, you got to go home home and make love to your wife. He's like, that can't happen. I'm like, man, this
2: Jake was screwed up in the head. <laughs> he had to have sex with his mom or his stepmom. Yeah,
1: she raped him. It's just like, dude, I get where all this darkness comes from after hearing oh, those yeah. stories. Oh,
2: yeah. And that's sad, but I'm, wow, this is shitty to say. You're not glad it happened to him. Come on. I mean, to tap into that and get that. Oh, it's crazy. It's good. It's incredible it's good for promos, oh, for Jake, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh, for the person, it's terrible. For the character, amazing. <laughs> oh man!
1: And after this crazy darkness, we Should get have had to pay to Pay to oh, do that. That's messed up. And then for prom, after this crazy uh, epic, emotional promos and all this stuff, the Warlord versus the British Bulldog is a rematch. I hated Wrestle it. WrestleMania I hated Seven. This match.
2: Did you? I hated but it. But we I loved, already saw it. But
1: we loved the first one. The WrestleMania
2: Seven one. I did love the first one. I didn't need to see it again. <laughs> yeah, the Bulldog broke broke the full Nelson. What's there to prove? And he couldn't even get the full Nelson on him. He's got his hands and his hair just like WrestleMania. Uh huh. Are, are his fingers locked? No. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you can't cinch that up tighter when Bulldog's like half half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does win with a crucifix, a wrestling move. I mean, he he pulled it. He he didn't get the win, but he did that at WrestleMania. Well, he also I already saw these moves. <laughs> he, he also didn't
1: braid his hair because yeah. post match, he's got a big curly afro. <laughs> it's like Bulldog's like, "Oh no, it's Tuesday. I'm not putting the curled stuff in." Yeah. So that's the second match
2: I wasn't that into.
1: This could have been a house show. I like the ending. All right, post match of this one, we've got the Machman interview, and he is losing his mind oh, man. screaming he's crying laying he's, on the floor like, this is my fault this is my fault yeah. smacking his head saying he's gonna get the snake man come on get the <laughs> snake man
0: oh yeah. Yeah. You touch elizabeth <laughs>
1: he's just screaming and he's all i love how this but exactly post-match he's still covered in sweat he, like he punched himself in the head he caused
2: himself to bleed yeah. gene just like i don't know what the hell to do so that bandage on his arm was that supposed to be blood coming out from yeah that? from the snake bite okay.
1: yeah what, what do you think it was supposed to be like a marker?
2: I guess I didn't know because, it, yeah, it looked just like marker <laughs> marker on a bandage. <laughs> oh, I guess my question was, do you think that was like really blood or that was just marker? I don't
1: think he was really bleeding. Okay.
2: I, I mean, you never know, though. Could have opened he, up. He really was bit by that snake, so. I should go back and watch and see if it was all, well, they probably markered it up like mid-match, something like they cut themselves.
1: You've heard Jake's story about this where he talked about this, right? No. I probably did, once you tell me again. (laughs) Jake told the story about how this angle is going to happen, and Macho Man comes up to him and is like, you were doing an angle. Jake's like, yeah, "Yeah," and tells him about... He's what like, you going to bite me with that snake? Yeah. He's like, it's venomized? He's like, yeah, Mach. He's like, well, maybe it is and maybe it isn't. <laughs> a lot of people liked, they wouldn't be mad if the Macho Man wasn't here anymore.
2: Yeah. So he
1: made Jake's snake bite him <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake was all, as he talked about before they did the angle, he slapped the shit out of the cobra to piss him <laughs> off. He's like, I shouldn't have done that because I couldn't get it off his arm.
2: Yeah, <sighs> I've heard that one. It's crazy. It's that's a good. That's a good story. Yeah.
1: And, uh, Lanny Papo tells a story about how him, Macho Man, Liz and Lanny were in the car driving to the, the, the show. Then I do that angle. Mm-hmm. And Liz was trying to convince Macho Man not to do it. And Lanny's like telling him no. And then Macho Man finally asked him, he's like, what would you do? He's like, I wouldn't do it. He's like, why not? Because for one, I don't trust Jake Roberts. <laughs> 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 and, and he goes, Lanny's do you, says, yeah. do you
2: have a, a Lanny voice?
1: For one, I, uh, I just, I just, I don't trust Jake Roberts. <laughs> That's a little Howard
2: Finkel. It is Howard
1: Finkel. Yeah. we think of it. Carry a, on. A, a better landing. <laughs> and two, uh, maybe after post-match, if that snake was devenomized, venomized you know, uh, Macho Man, my brother Randy, he, he had a 105 degree fever. You know, and the snake's not devenomized for that. Getting closer. Yeah. I I'll, like I, it. I'm working on it. Give me some time. All right.
2: You're so, going to be the man of a thousand voices. Like
1: the Frank Caliendo of the <laughs> podcasting world. But yeah, so that happens, uh, that story where Basie ends up doing it. Mm-hmm. Macho goes crazy, and then we've got a cool-down match. The Repo Man and Teddy Biasi, which is an interesting pair, versus Tito, Santana, El Matador, <laughs> Man, and I laugh, Virgil.
2: I laugh every time I watch Repo Man now because I loved Repo Man. Uh-huh. But he just comes like, Repo, 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 with fucking tires, and he's got his name <laughs> got spelled duster. in like license plates on his back. He's I'm like, a- why? why is he wearing a mask, a, ban- a Bandito mask? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I loved him. No, you, had, you didn't. You think, he's, and he comes out with the rope with the toe hook on it. Yeah, he's going to take your stuff. Yeah. Oh, of man. all things, he stole Macho Man's hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dumb. Uh, Repo and Ted get the win
1: at 11 minutes, 28 mm-hmm. seconds. Too long of a match. Now we've got our main event time, the Hulk Hogan interview. It's nothing special. Standard Hulk Hogan stuff. Yeah. Nothing crazy. He's interview with Gene. I did like Undertaker dragging the belt down off the side. You know what
2: I liked at the end of that? <laughs> Hogan makes me laugh with his promos. He says silly shit sometimes. And he's like, hur, hur, hur. Yeah. Hur, hur, hur. here in Texas. Hur, hur, hur. Oh, I thought he was like revving an engine. He might have been. He's or was, he was doing a southern drawl. I get it now. Or he hur. was talking about Texas. Who knows? Hur, hur, hur. Either way. I'm like that, Hogan. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Our oh, we our main event. We skip something. What did we skip? What did oh, I miss? Oh man! What did I miss? Go ahead. No, going back to the survivors. Escape. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Or wait a second.
0: Yeah,
1: it was great.
2: This is going. Oh okay. Worse. Yeah. No, it's Tuesday in Texas. I okay. got it. okay.
1: What did okay. we, we miss? Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nothing. So we're good. I didn't miss anything.
2: No, I'm okay. I'm trying to find where I was. I think I'm skip. I'm scrolling too fast.
1: Yeah, well, it's obviously super important.
2: It is. Oh, Hogan Undertaker from uh, <laughs> from Survivor Series. Yeah. Bobby Heenan and Monsoon. This is like classic Bobby Heenan Monsoon. Bobby Heenan. Like during the match, he's like, hey, my monitor keeps kicking in and out. Monsoon says, I'm gonna start kicking you in and out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had. Uh, you're gonna kick the table some more too. Yeah, getting comfortable. There we go, buddy. There we go. All, all right. right, that would have worked better if we were if I brought that up during the match. Yeah, probably would have been. So this match. All right, Tuesday in Texas. Um, <laughs> hurrah, hurrah,
1: hurrah! Match starts off with I love Paul Bear and Undertaker kicking Hogan. Paul Bear kicking Hogan makes me laugh because Hogan slides <laughs> into the ring. Hogan does the the coconuts double headbutt. To Bear, <laughs> yeah. Bear and Undertaker. Hogan's beating the crap Undertaker the whole first part of the match. Undertaker just doesn't sell. No. Body slamming him, hip toss, atomic drop, nothing. Nothing. And eventually, Hogan gets the win here after taking the urn dust out. But before that, Ric Flair comes back down again. Again. Well, also before that, uh, Monsoon and Heenan are like, Jack Tunney's supposed to be here. Where the hell is he? And then Bobby's like, oh, no, maybe he's dealing with stuff backstage. And then the next Mm. shot's. Tony's sitting there on like a folding chair, front row with the yeah, seat. Right. So Flair comes out, you know, again in a new robe, with
2: the, w- ready to interfere. Tony gets him out of there, though. I think he was just coming to watch the match. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just
1: as a spectator to get some competition or to He who the competi- sneaks
2: up behind Flair again? Who? Hogan. Ah, oh. he doesn't sucker punch him. He sucker wallops him with a steel chair to the back, <laughs> knocking fl- like knocking, like hitting him so hard, Flair falls forward and on top of Tunney. Apparently Tunney can't take it because he's out for like 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> the impact that that... What a dirty, rotten heel. <laughs> Come on. He's okay. He's sucker. Sucker punch. <laughs> him. Or sucker... Sucker... Well, chair hey, smashed wh- while this him. is
1: happening ball bear is trying to you know get the urn to take hogan out hey hogan just does what he's got to do he takes all, the ashes all fair in wrestling throws the ashes undertaker's eyes blinds him, and he's able to roll them up apparently when you roll up when you hit the zombie mm-hmm. with some ashes he's done
2: yeah
1: one two three that's big a, pop it's a script tonight. once again hogan's the champ once again
2: once again that jerk
1: this leads into though the great great angle and the great rumble 92 because Tony has to vacate the title because there's two BS finishes. Yeah. Normally a person would just say, we'll just have a steel cage match or something. But yeah. no, vacates the title. <laughs> That's why Tony's no longer around. He's no longer the president of the WWE. Nope, of the world, Of the World Wrestling Federation. Fired. When, how Did you did you think Tony was a legit president president growing of up? Of course I did. Me
2: too. I mean, why wouldn't I? <laughs> He's yeah, on then, TV as the then, president. And then when Monsoon He's was the president. making all the decisions.
1: Yeah, and the Monsoon and then Piper. And Slaughter was the commissioner. I thought, all these guys had authority. Little did I know. Yeah. It's just Vince all along. Pulling the strings. Those a little puppets. All right, so we've got two pay-per-views. What would you give Survivor Series letter grade? 91. What are you going to give it?
2: Uh, I'd give it like a C plus, B minus.
1: That's pretty high. Uh, I'm going to give it a C. Okay. What about Tuesday in Texas?
2: Probably a C. A
1: C? So I'm going to give Tuesday in Texas a B plus. The matches are good.
2: Like yeah, what? I was I was more into the Survivor Series. Did All you, I wanted to see on Tuesday in Texas was Hogan, Undertaker, Savage, Jake. I didn't I care the, about the, I didn't po- care about the other matches. The
1: post match Savage Jake, yeah, pumped it up a plus sign for me. Okay. It would have been just a B, but that post match stuff. Okay. And those interviews, it's just in, insane, intense, amazing.
2: Yeah, Warlord Bulldog. I didn't <laughs> need it. That was whatever. Brett Skinner. I mean, that, I thought their matches on on uh raw were better than this
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i don't know dbassi repo man and virgil whatever <laughs> versus virgil <laughs> virgil and tito el matador uh, I, yeah i wasn't in el matador i thought it was garbage <laughs> so i got i got what i wanted out of it so that's why it's a c
1: well as long as you're happy with uh with your letter grade i'm I not am. what are you gonna do right um i liked like both these shows. Did you, after you watched them, did you enjoy it? Oh, of course. You, did you watch these back to back? I did. did you, okay, that's why. Yeah. That's why you like Survivor Series more. I did not watch. I separated them.
2: Yeah. No, I watched them back to back. You should
1: have done it one day, then eight nope. days later, six days later. <laughs>
2: I'm like, is this going to be better than Survivor Series? It was good. It wasn't better. Okay, if you say so.
1: I was a big fan of the show.
2: Big fan of this show. Thanks for coming, Eric. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming by. You're welcome. Okay. Well, a couple of reschedules. It happens. We made it work.
1: We met, we always make it work. And next week is episode 90.
2: Ooh, or Tend- we
1: doing I don't know. Okay. Survivor Series 90? <laughs>
2: sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> something from night well next week we will do something from 1990. All right. It could be a WCW, WWF pay-per-view. Something from 1990 will be next week's show. November 90? Any any time. Okay. It could be WrestleMania. Rumble? Maybe
2: Rumble. That's a good one, too. The Did we fir- do Halloween Havoc 90? No. Uh, it's a little too late. Okay.
1: We, it doesn't have to be a theme. We can do whatever we want. There's no rules in our show on the PPW. Oh, okay. No rules. No rules. I want to thank everyone for listening, and thanks for all the follows, and thanks for the retweets and all that fun stuff. Also, next week, I'm going to do a giveaway. We'll do a giveaway next week. So make sure you listen for that. You're going to give away that hat? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Hell no. We're going to do a giveaway next week, and also. Keep an eye out for Fully Posable Show this Sunday, their 200th episode. Keep an eye out for both of our Twitter accounts for maybe a special episode with us and them. I want to thank everyone for listening. Eric, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Rock fools. Wait, what was the thing that Jake said? I should have had to pay for should that. Should have had to pay for that. Should have Or he would have. I would have had to pay for that. Trust
0: me, trust Trust me, 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 trust me. me. Mm -hmm.